Good Monday morning, and welcome to the very first video episode of The Daily Buzz. I'm your host, Dayton Nolander. If you're listening to The Daily Buzz on your favorite podcast app, you, of course, won't be able to see this interview with Open Lands reporter Brian Maffley, but you can check it out on our website at sltrib.com. Brian, thanks so much for joining us today. We're happy to have you back on the pod. Yeah, it's an honor. So to paint an overly broad strokes, you've been reporting on pine trees, beetles, and climate change, which kind of seems like an odd combination. So first, can you describe what your story is really about? Yeah, well, it's about our changing landscape under the uh, pressure of of a changing climate that's getting warmer and drier in the West. And for years, there have been these uh, bark beetle uh, outbreaks that have killed Engelman spruce, lodgepole pine, ponderosa pine, you know, all over Utah and other western states. And it's a real problem. You can see it in the Uinta Mountains, Wasatch Plateau, up by Cedar Breaks. This, this, you know, entire forests of spruce are are dead or dying. And but for for a long time, uh, it was thought that the bristlecone pine. Uh, which are the oldest known trees in the in the world in terms of longevity, you know, haven't seemed to be in, uh, impacted by these beetle epidemics. Well, that seems to have changed now, um, which could speak to just how dire the climate crisis is getting. This great basin bristlecone pine is one of uh, three species of bristlecone pine. They specialize for growing in really harsh, rocky, high elevation areas where not a lot of other uh, trees and other organisms grow. And that might be one of the reasons why they can live so long, up to, you know, the oldest one is in California. It's believed to be 4,000 years old. So what we're seeing now are are, um, scientists with the U.S. Forest Service based here in Utah have discovered isolated groves where bristlecone appear to be dying from uh, beetle attacks. Um, and that's uh, pretty alarming. And maybe to backtrack just a little bit, just so we can all visualize, can you tell us exactly how these beetles um, attack these pine trees? What they do is they burrow in through the tree bark and lay their eggs inside the cambrium later, where they kind of eat away these vile tissues of the trees. And after a while, the so-called galleries that the larva beetle create disrupt the flow of nutrients and water from the roots of the tree up to the needles, and they slowly die. Well, for some reason, maybe it's kind of like an evolutionary arms race, bristlecone have, are able to expel a lot of sap. So that has kept, um, kept them safe from uh, bark beetles. The problem with climate change, though, is as our winters get warmer, the bark beetles can survive through the winter, and their numbers proliferate a lot more quickly. So as a result, you know, not only are the trees stressed from the last 20 years of drought we've been seeing, which reduces their ability to to resist attacks, well, there's more bark beetles for them to, to have to deal with. And these bark beetles, for the most part, with a few exceptions, are native to the West. But they But their proliferation appears to be abetted by climate change. Got it. Yeah. And so... Like you were kind of alluding to, Great Basin bristlecone pines are located in numerous areas around Utah and yeah. other western states. And I think your story included a very nice graphic to that effect. Um, are yeah. all these copses of trees being impacted equally, or are some areas getting hit worse than yeah. others? Dayton, that's a really good question because the impacts of these beetle attacks are certainly focused in areas that are kind of lower elevation in bristlecone range 
where they grow next to other trees, mostly pinyon pine. It appears from the research that the Forest Service has recently published that the, uh, it is the pinyon ips uh, type of bark beetle, uh, which is attacking the, the, the bristlecone pines from nearby pinyon pines that are dying. Now, a pinyon pine is a very common species in the West and has, all, has been suffering from the, the bark beetle infestation. So right now it appears to be kind of limited to where bristlecone pine grow low on the, you know, lower in their elevation range, about seven, 8,000 feet above sea level, and where pinion is growing nearby. It's good to know here that in places where they grow near a a similar species of tree called limber pine, um, the limber pine, in a lot of areas that the researchers saw, the limber pine are just all dead from the beetles, but then the bristlecone that are growing among them appear to be okay. So why is that? They like to find out why. Why are those uh, bristlecone doing okay, but then the ones that are grown near uh, pinion pine uh, not not doing so well? So more research to be done there. But I think you know the big question is what is going to be the long term impact of these trees? You know, starting to suffer and succumb to these beetles. It is disrupting these landscapes and these ecosystems. There are you know lots of other animals that depend on trees for habitat and food sources. Uh, losing those trees. Uh, you know, would impact them. But even, I think even more importantly is the bristlecone pine are um, a natural treasure that are beyond value. You know, I mean, they sure. they grow longer than, than any other organism known in the, in, the, on the, in the planet. And they're just, you know, a beautiful tree. You know, Beaver or Miller County is where the, the first mortality, mortality was seen by a, a, a Forest Service researcher named Stan Kitchen. And Stan, uh, who I've known for many years, uh, contacted uh, the entomologist with the Forest Service who, who, uh, to check out this spot in the Wawa Mountains. Who, they came and look at it, looked at it a few years ago and were able to document that, yes, in fact, uh, pinion nips were killing those bristlecone there. And then it cropped up in, Deer, in Death Valley National Park. Was that first one a big shock for, for researchers? Yeah, it was. Okay. Especially to the lead researcher, uh, her name's Barbara Bentz. She's with the Rocky Mountain Research Station in Logan. Well, she had previously uh, published a study how bristlecones were, uh, appeared to be immune to bark beetle. Yeah. Well, this discovery just kind of blew that all out of the water and got her um, going back into the field there appear to be um, this problem with uh, bristlecone mortality seems to be a lot more widespread than we than Barbara thought. When was the first uh, dead tree or dying tree found? Uh, 2017 okay. in the in the Wawa Mountains, in which is a mountain range in western Utah where Millard and Beaver County uh, meet. Yeah. So fairly recent phenomena, even though these yeah. trees, like you were saying, can be super super old at times. So yeah. really, just recently in the last five years. Yeah, it's just been the last few years. And so what what was even more alarming was the Forest Service then, you know, that later that year discovered in Death Valley National Park in California that uh, th- there was a grove of bristlecone there on Telescope Peak, which is the highest peak in the, in the park, uh, were appeared to be dying in, in great numbers. And so they, so Telescope Peak became a part of that study, but part of the problem was that that terrain is really rugged, and where where they were, all they could do was exe- closely examine trees that were right on the trail. It, the, the terrain was just too dangerous to, to 
uh, hike around in to get a close look at these dead trees. So they're going back with Park Service people to this year, probably I think as we speak, they're there now, to uh, get a closer look at those trees. Okay, so there still could be undiscovered patches of trees that are also suffering yeah. from the same malady. Exactly. Yeah, and I and I think you know as far as the Park Service is concerned, is this grove of bristlecone pine in Death Valley is a very special grove, and they would like to figure out how to protect it. Um, it is so you know these are incredibly uh, important resources, and it would be a shame to lose them. Well, final question. Unfortunately, it doesn't appear that climate change is going to reverse course anytime soon or even slow down for that matter. Um, Is this trend here to stay or is there some hope for the Great Basin bristlecone pine um, heading into the future? Yeah, well, there has to be a lot of hope because this is a tree that's evolved to survive almost anything. And I mean, what's concerning here is here is nature's great survivor being taken down by a tiny little bug. but that said, I mean, bristlecone, in, in most of their range, they don't grow around other trees. It's, mm-hmm. they, grow, they just grow in, in types of soils and environments. They're just too harsh for other trees. And, it, it. and so if there aren't other trees around to play host to the beetle, those, those trees will likely be safe. Brian, thanks so much for coming on. You bet, Dayton. And that's it for today. Thank you to videographer and producer Bethany Baker for putting this episode together. And also a huge shout out to Salt Lake City band, the Pelicans, for our music. We'll be back tomorrow.